We're here with the the Somerville survivor himself. Yes, indeed. The one and only Severin Graham Remo. You know him. Hell yeah. You love him. And he's here with us today. Uh, hey, happy to be here, boys. Oh, yeah. We, okay. Now, already. Already. <laughs> already back on his fucking bullshit. <laughs> he, we, got, we got drops like two episodes ago. Mm. And Mason has been on in, top of them, insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> but fun. we're here, dude. Welcome. Thanks for coming. No problem, man. Happy man. to be here. So first of all, I've got to apologize for the temperature in the house. My wife is an air conditioning Nazi, and apparently we have to have heat for weeks in a row before I can bring up an air conditioning unit. Oh yeah, dude. You got to make those cuts where the cuts can be made. Oh god. I mean, what's the price difference on that? There's not one. She likes fresh air. Oh, we were just talking about how I think summer in Boston lasts for all of three weeks. Right. (laughs) What is the price difference? Dude. I don't think it's really it's not a uh, it's not a price thing. It's it's just she she literally just doesn't want me to bring up the air conditioner. You know what? I've always said having the windows open. I've always said that you're out of her league as well. Right. Yeah. (laughs) A man that loves air conditioning. Yeah. She doesn't deserve me. Dude, Severin. They're big on that. Uh, back in Germany, man, they uh, they hate AC. I had a dude drive me home one time, and he was like, ah, it's bad for you. And he was just ripping darts all the time in his car, but wouldn't turn on the AC. He's like, it's bad AC for your lungs. The AC is bad for you? Who yeah. was he throwing darts at? No, I'm, you know what I'm talking about, dude. <laughs> AC is bad for your lungs, but, I mean. Yeah, exactly. I fucking, Menthol. Dude, I. Chill. Growing up in Arkansas, which Gas I'm changes. sure is the same in North Carolina. I fucking, everyone has air conditioning. Oh, yeah. What? There's none of this window unit shit. It's air conditioning. No, nah, dude. I, my house didn't have air conditioning until I was 16 years old. Was that a homeschool thing? No. They, just... they wanted to make you guys sweat during the day? No, it was just a poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, ballers. Fucking <laughs> you two fucking <laughs> rich motherfuckers. Dude, Severin, we have to talk about how... <laughs> I. Do you want to get just right into it? Yeah, might we as have well, to huh? talk about how you almost died. Are you sure you don't want to talk about air air conditioning? <laughs> when did you almost die? Uh, Sunday night. Well, oh, yeah? I didn't almost die. I mean, there is a chance I could. Oh, died. you haven't seen this on his Instagram? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh, what dude. happened? One so day I'll be able to pull that up here. Yeah. Uh, well, so there was a uh, a drug deal gone south outside my home. What were you buying? Uh, I was not purchasing. Uh, <laughs> I got you. I, I order my drugs online. It's oh, the 21st century. Yeah, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. But they, uh, apparently, yeah, some dude um, learning from the neighbors, yeah, it went south and he popped out of his sunroof and let loose like eight rounds. And uh, one came through my living room window. Really? Yeah. So Holy we, shit. So we like, we thought it was fireworks at first and then. I walk into the living room to do uh, some comedy writing because I'm a goddamn professional. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's what we do too. Uh, right. Sunday yeah. nights. Yeah, exactly. And uh, noticed the blinds were broken. And I yeah, peeked behind it and I was like, dude, there's a hole here. And then we put it together and we, you know, we were outside. What time was the, it you said? It was like nine o'clock. 
Yeah, it's on my Instagram. Dude, yeah, uh, you, yeah, the, so the clip. There's I a s- news clip. Yeah, because I got interviewed the next day. Wow. Uh, yeah. Did you? So did you call the cops? Or no, we didn't. Like, uh, by the time Snitches we realized it was stitches. bullets, uh, we went outside and they were showing up because oh, people yeah, got yeah. called. Oh right. yeah, I mean you're in fucking right there in Somerville. Yeah, I mean when they were interviewing us, they were like, "Do you think it's like? Uh, are you?" Like, has this ever happened before? I was like, eh, it's usually a pretty safe hood. Yeah. Like, I wanted to be like, there's a place over there for sale for $1.2 million. Right. Like, <laughs> not with air conditioning. So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't suppose they, uh, I don't suppose they were able to figure out like which apartment those people were. Well, it was a, it was a drive by at another car, but oh, the police okay. explained that the, the Somerville gangs, they. <laughs> They can't really aim. Is it, is it, what is it? Just a bunch of like hipsters with guns? Well, apparently it's like high schools, <laughs> high schoolers maybe, or like, uh, like yeah, they're blood gangs essentially. Mm. They said they used to have like a big, is uh, it MS thirteen? Oh yeah, problem in Boston, yeah. and now that that's dissipated, blood gangs have formed. Okay, and like, and they they don't feud within Somerville, but they'll feud with the the Cambridge gangs. You know, so There's you know the <laughs> Somerville versus Harvard. <laughs> Fucking right, yeah. Yeah. Versus <laughs> yeah, yeah. MIT was looking <laughs> for a Harvard gang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the weirdest. We had uh, we had MS thirteen in Arkansas in my hometown. And you were a member? Fuck no, I'm uh, white. Oh, okay. they wouldn't let me in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well. I think it stands for Mexicans thirteen. I'm fairly certain that's not the case. Not even close. That is a Hispanic gang, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. But. Made sense that it uh, stood for Mexicans. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I know how the, that south goes. <laughs> if you're south of the border, you're Mexican. Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't white and you ain't black. Yeah. You're Mexican. Dude, the, and, your fir- and your guy's first reaction is... Um, you know, fireworks during quarantine in well, city limits. Well, we are. And it's, it's all okay. Well, it's, it's happened on, on our uh, neighborhood before where, like, just some dickhead kids will light off some, you know, like Illegal a firecracker or yeah. on the street or something. But, but case, it was a little bit peculiar, kids, yeah. you know, when it was, like, uh, you know, semi-automatic and very loud. <laughs> so it, it wasn't like, pop, pop. It was like, brrr. It was like, pop, pop. Pop, 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 pop. Oh, shit. Like, huh. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah. That's, that's wild. That's a blunt move right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so after... And they, they can't aim... Dude, like, they, they drilled a car window. They drilled my neighbor's house. They yeah, hit so our they house just, twice. They must have stood up and just threw their arm and pulled the trigger. Yeah, I'm, I'm convinced whoever fired the shots has spaghetti for arms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, did the... Uh, after it went through your window, was there mm-hmm. a hole somewhere in the wall? Oh, dude, yeah. So, like... Like we mentioned before, the video's on my Instagram, but it basically came through our living room window, passed through the entrance to the living room, and, like, through our stairway up to our place. So, I don't know if they could make that shot again if they tried, because, yeah. it, it, I mean, it would have, it cleared, like, half of our, like, living space, essentially. Wow. Yeah. And you guys were in your bedrooms, I guess? Uh, I was coming out of the shower. My roommate was in the kitchen. Wow. Yeah. That's, so that's what I would say too. Man, yeah. what a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what a fuck, dude. That's like you could have been so you could have been sitting somewhere where the bullet went through, right? Right. He usually reads there, but he usually slouches, but uh, I mean ultimately I'm not worried cuz it's where he sits. So. Yeah, yeah, so you would have been fine and <laughs> yeah. that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah, and the news clip uh uh 
the the reporter this got cut out she cut out all my jokes you know <laughs> she uh, she was like are you guys like worried or like are you afraid that you might like could have gotten hurt and I was like no it's where he sits <laughs> and, the, and the cameraman was dying <laughs> did they did they interview him too yeah did they uh so is, is the clip are you are, did you put you getting interviewed on Instagram yeah. too yeah cool I yeah. can't wait to look at that yeah. after. Oh, dude, the first one of us to make it on television. Yeah, exactly. Had a boy. Nice. I had to shave for that too. You shaved for the interview? I did. Yeah. What they call ahead and said we're coming in. We're coming. No, they're. I just like ran upstairs and shaved real quick. Did like, you really? Yeah, because like you're like fuck. They got the cameras out. Yeah. You like, go talk to them first. Well, problematically, like I hadn't shaved in like. Uh, it's yeah in a, in a minute we'll say well you must and, not have too often yeah but yeah as uh andrew said i was out of regs for the military so out of regs yeah so by regulations we're supposed to shave oh right right, right. unless you uh I, unless you got like bad skin right, right. you can get a, a beard pass yeah oh you can get a beard pass if you got bad skin my, my shaving waiver my, oh. yeah my brother-in-law called. he's in the navy yeah. He's got a beard pass. So is it just if you don't like your complexion? I mean, can, can you? Is there a broad interpretation? I think it's if you get real bad, like uh, acne uh, from shaving. Damn it! Yeah. And then com- maybe if you complain enough. I don't yeah, know. I think there's an aspect of that too. Maybe yeah. Uh, you know what you should have done when they came to interview you is put on your your military outfit. Yeah, I, I was considering that. I got a I got a couple of wigs too. Where <laughs> I, <I've> just been <laughs> Go all out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, so what have you, uh, so besides, uh, that's crazy. That's wild that that happened. Um, have you been, have you been going into work this whole time? Cause are you uh, essential? No. Uh, I, I am, or the military is, uh, cause as you know, ter- terrorism never sleeps, Mason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, we're just working from home. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, we're, we're office space military style in a lot of ways. So yeah. And uh, how long you been in the Air Force again? Well, active duty uh, since 2016, but uh, at the academy four years prior to that. So. And like the going academy on, going on eight years. The academy is not the same thing as when you went to college at the Air Force, right? No, that is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You just, you but you're not know. technically active duty then because. Uh, you go there when you're 18, and if you're active duty when you're 18, it would count towards your retirement. So they, they, I think that's probably the reason they nix that because when you're, you graduate at 22, right? And uh, if you had been counting towards your retirement at 18, you would be able to get retirement after you'd get a full pension at 20 years. So you'd be able to retire at age 38. And they don't. And they just, don't want that. No. They're like, yeah, no. We no, need no. you We're longer. We're not trying to give away yeah, any free money. Need you longer than that. Yeah. They're they're cool with forty two, but thirty eight. They're like, this is not. <laughs> right. That's too good. Yeah. If being out of regs on television and the possibility of it getting seen is would have been a problem, what are the chances that you being on here? Is going to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah, maybe eventually, but by the time this gets out. You'll be 42. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because these don't exactly come out in order. Yeah. Yeah, they they don't come out in order. They definitely don't come out when they're made. People are going to be wondering what we're talking about with with, with quarantine. (laughs) Well, so uh, release it in 2025. (laughs) So so what have you been doing? Uh, I mean, I've been working and, uh, you know, just 
trying to keep my head and you know uh you know i'm in a long distance relationship all my family's in colorado so chatting with folks here and there you want to pull it just a little bit more in front of your face no problem nice and um so just doing that and then just trying to write i was good about trying to write uh stuff for stand-up for a while now i'm trying to write uh more like stuff for YouTube, doing like sketches. Yeah, trying yeah. to do. Yeah, dude, stuff. I've been finding it really hard to like write jokes. Yeah, because you know it, it's hard, especially when you're trying to project out when you're gonna like get feedback on it. Right. You know, and you don't know like you really don't know if it's funny, or or if like that's a punchline. Well, I do because I know I'm very confident. Right, because everything you write's funny. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But I could imagine how it struggled for you. Yeah, for, for yeah the, it's been for the tough. Rest of us. Yeah, so exactly. have, you, have you been doing any of these fucking these Zoom open mics? I did a couple of them. How uh, bad was it? Uh, so it's a little interesting, right? Because you're uh, it has to be very conversational, almost almost storytelling, and almost like you're just talking to one person on Zoom mm. because that's essentially what you're doing. But then it's getting spread. So, I mean, it was an interesting, like, learning experience. And, you know, part of my stuff worked, part of it didn't. And uh, also, it's really difficult to get into or mm. even make, a like, a little bit of a divisive joke because, you know, people are sitting at home. They're not yeah. in a comedy club. They're right. Like, I don't want to hear this shit. Yeah. Like, see, I just feel like I... I <laughs> I'm would, in my yeah. living room. I you, thought I was safe. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I just think it would be so weird to hear someone try to tell do their material or tell jokes to to their computer to a a Zoom meeting. It just sounds terrible. Like well, I, I mean, don't know how you in a lot have, of ways. But I don't know how you'd have timing, and I don't know how you'd hear laugh, see laughter, yeah, hear the, laughter. The laughter part is a little bit tough, but you'll you'll get some. I mean, if you look at a lot of the. Um, like the guys who are really good at it, like conversational style humor, you know, like if you did, if you watch Dave Chappelle tell those jokes or like Michael Che or... Yeah, but that's not what I was... I'm talking about these open mics and Yeah, like, but like, so what I'm getting at is like that kind of conversational style oh, right. oh, would right, still right, work. Right. Right. Uh, Storytelling type and, thing. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's a little bit about getting into it uh, very right. organically. Right, so it'd be a little more tough to do like your style, which is like... Joke, joke, setup, punchline. Yeah, so it, it makes you hone that skill a little right. bit better. But yeah, you can't. How many did you do? I think Jess Holmick would struggle. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh right, and yeah. Mark Norman, yeah, like that exactly. style stuff. Did you watch Mark Norman's special? I did. Uh, you know, I've always liked his stuff. I was. Uh, I don't want to be like downtrodden towards the guy because I, you know, I. I think he's awesome, but I was a little bit... We just pretend like we know them all. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was talking shit about Chris D'Elia like three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, but uh, I was a little bit disappointed in the fact that it, you know, all the jokes seemed like, you know, interchangeable from his previous two albums to me. I, under, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I could see I, that. I was hoping to see like a little more progress of him like uh, branching out into storytelling. Uh, also, I don't like think that's his, his style. Yeah, it's it's really not. But his uh, it, it's a little bit exhausting to watch because it's uh -huh. it's so rapid and his cadence is like. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> but if you watch like the the. Again, like a lot of the really masterful guys do it when they're doing an hour, they'll mix in a story, right, they'll mix right. in a, a bit where 
you know, it's a longer setup for mm-hmm. a, a big payoff. So that way you're not just like being like joke, tag, 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 joke, tag, tag, you know? Yeah. Cause and it can be a little exhausting. Do you, are you a fan? Like, are you a fan of anyone or can you think of anyone off the top of your head that has like, as they've evolved and as you've seen like their progression of specials over a couple of years that they've incorporated different styles like that they've, uh, because it, the evolution of an artist, like you can see them doing what you're talking about. Well, they're incorporate a story to make their hour more palatable. But do you ever see people like, um, I don't know, if if you had like a Mark Norman style, bringing in a story, is there any? Yeah, so there's, uh, I mean, there's a number of guys. I th- I think you know when you just look at the evolution of a comic. Uh, you can drop a few different examples. Like if you look at like Dave Chappelle's earlier stuff, it was a lot of like white people are like this, black people are like this, social commentary. Uh, and now it's like a ton more storytelling and it's kind of evolved as he's grown up a little bit. Mm. Whereas like Killing Them Softly, his first special Loved in 2000 it. or 2001. My white friend Chip. Yeah, I mean it was probably his most punched up special, but... I mean, his new stuff is still, uh, it may be a little more poignant. Way more topical, too. Right. But that, yeah, I mean, that shit, people were, like, standing up, yelling. They were laughing so hard and, like, clapping. And, uh, I mean, if you watch Mike Birbiglia's earlier stuff, he was very much joke, tag, tag, tag. And now he does, basically, he constructs entire story narratives out of jokes. Right. Uh, That's I, my favorite. I love that. Yeah, it's when it's, someone it's, can do it well. It's pretty incredible, but like, yeah, that's why he he drops a special every three years because it takes so long to yeah. work that hour. Yeah, yeah, and, and like get the messaging right and stuff like that. I, I mean, uh, I, I watched uh, the, the the newest one you told me to. Yeah, the new one. So good, dude. Oh, it's amazing. It's crazy that it's a whole hour on that one. It's an hour and twenty four sto- minutes. Yeah, it's, yeah, know. it's like almost an hour and a half on that one top on the one story. Yeah, basically, it's basically one long story. And that's what my my uh, girlfriend's boyfriend was as well. Well, right? Yeah, like me and, and his wife, like the whole thing. But I, I mean, if you really analyze how he does it, you know, he'll start on a story and then it'll be observational humor, and then mm. there'll be another subplot within. Right, so it's right. just like these different layers. Jim Jeffries does that. Yeah, exactly. A lot too. Yeah, he's another guy. Really good at and and I'm I'm curious Bert to really Kreischer. see uh, how uh, Theo Vaughn's next special. Because like his first one in New, in Nola on Netflix. No offense. Not. Yeah, it's yeah, not. It's not that. It's not very good. Yeah, I mean, it's you can it's see obvious, why he's paid, yeah, but, yeah. and whatnot. But you can tell we've like, talked we've talked about that before too. Yeah, but yeah. like you and watch I, his like newer clips, and you're like, man, this guy has really turned the corner. Right, and I find him hilarious on on his podcast. Right. So oh, like he's, I, he's really integrated like his own personality uh, and yeah. his little like All his that, little fucking phrases his, uh, and shit. His 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 current hour. Oh right, and right. Compared to no offense, I mean, it's, is it storytelling? Yeah, it's, stuff yeah, it's, it's everything. Like it's my everything, buddy yeah. saw it in Vegas, and yeah. it was like it was like crisp. It was amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, he's yeah. hilarious. And then, uh, have you seen um, Secret Time? Uh, Bert Kreischer. I did. I did. I saw Secret Time, and I liked that one. But his most recent one was not. I agree. Yeah. It didn't hit it for me. No, it was, I, it was a little like, contrived. And, I, you know, I honestly, like, dude, I, I felt like that one because we went and saw him back in February, like right before the quarantine, 
And uh, it was supposed to be, he was advertising it as a new hour, which, you know, whatever. But we get there, and he does, like, the first pretty much 15 minutes of his new special that had dropped already. So, like, he's using that material. And then, because I listen to his podcast, like, every week, he's real bad about saying his new material on his podcast. Right. So I knew, like, a lot of his material <laughs> when we saw him live. Yeah. So it's like, it's it was kind of... It was good, you know, but I agree. His new special, it just wasn't... Secret Time for me, I thought that was such a well-written, like, all the way he ties it all together with all those callbacks in between. And, yeah. Like, I thought that Secret Time was great. Yeah, quite a bit yeah. uh, more impressive. Did me. you like Tom Segura's new one? I don't know that I watched it. Oh, it's really it's really good. I like him. I like his stuff, and I think he would be, like, an awesome guy to, like, kick it with and, or, and whatnot, but he doesn't... Uh, he doesn't enthrall me as an entertainer that much because he's very, you know, he's fairly low energy. Oh yeah, you yeah, know? I like that. Yeah, that's like uh, like Nate Bargatze, yeah. except for he's like all storytelling. Yeah, yeah, and clean. He's a yeah. clean comic. I don't know, man. Nate Bargatze amazes me in a lot of ways. Oh, I love more him. Than, uh, more than Tom does, but I mean, yeah, like I mean, why, for example. I don't know. It just seems like his stuff is so well integrated that, yeah, his punchlines are very well hidden. And, like, if you, like, parse it out and listen in small amounts, like, how much the people are laughing. Yeah. Uh, and he like, within even... a minute and a half clip, comparatively to a lot of guys. Like, it's just, like... And in those clips, if you listen to what he's saying, he's not even really telling jokes. He's yeah, like... it's that, that's what it sounds like, because yeah. he's at such a high level. He's, like, it. doing, like, a... And then it was like this, and, uh, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, eh, I don't think that's right. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you mean? You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, he has the bit on yeah. global warming, or he's like, uh, and then the he's whole, like, I don't know what to do, so whatever you do, just do it. Right. You know? <laughs> and then and then he's got that one about, uh, um, oh fuck. Never mind. Just keep talking. I just lost it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't going to be as good as uh, he does it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Never mind. I'm kidding. Yeah, I forget. Go ahead. Dude, um, I've been meaning to ask you. Oh, the monkeys. The evolution joke. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> look it up, people. Yeah. When you hear the podcast, look yeah. it up. Guys, you have a to-do list. When you turn off the podcast, go on Severin's uh, Instagram. See the bullet holes, then go find Nate Bargatze's material. Monkeys, evolution. Uh, evolution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those, so far, it's a short to do list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thus far, dude, Seven, you're one of the um, um, one of a, a prettiest few... men around. That's Oop. oh, that's well, did I, I say that out loud? <laughs> Shut up! You think that? I don't yeah. think that. You're one of uh, a few people, and in. in um, I guess our echelon of uh, Boston comedy that has begun to run a show in the past year. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about that because, um, I mean, there's tons of things to, to ask about that, but specifically, do you think that there is the same demand as there's always been for live entertainment? Do you think people are showing up for live entertainment the same way they used to with the internet? Or do you think it's more? Do you think it's less? And if so, why? Has that, has that like have you seen any of that? <sighs> Man, it, it's a little tough to answer because I I don't, I don't have much of the context pre-internet days. You know, I wasn't trying to uh, run a, a live. How about pre-COVID? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, I mean, we were starting to pick up heat for the show pre-COVID. 
um, and whatnot. I think I think it'll eventually return. I, I think there's something communal about a live show, whether it be a concert or a stand up. Live entertainment. Yeah, where where it you know it it becomes like the audience becomes like a one brainchild, one community, and you know they start to. You know, they're enjoying, like, the music or the comedy so much and laughing at the same stuff that they feel like they know the person next to them and, you know, and everyone's having such a great time. And then there's, like, this group group energy that develops. Like, if you've ever come out of, like, a great comedy show, everyone's just so happy and, mm-hmm. you know, the night is just so much fun kind Definitely. of thing. And I don't think that... I don't think that that'll ever be totally replaced. I yeah. think we're too. I mean, I think there's some something biological going on there that we won't I be agree. able to get. No from one wants YouTube. to watch a fucking concert from their computer. Yeah, yeah it's not exactly. the same. Yeah, no. and and you gotta shows. blow out your eardrums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you gotta have nice speakers. It's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, your show exactly. specifically has been like a lot of fun to to be at, and and, and we've we've both been on it, you know, a, a number of times. But just to be at it too, because it's like. It's like a room and it's pretty small, mm-hmm. but it gets packed the right. fuck out. Yeah, with a, like and a it's cool when it's packed and too. It, yeah. The energy is cool because everyone yeah. like just wants to be there so much. Like you're saying, right. it just gets yeah. better and better and better. It's always been a fantastic crowd. It's been really cool to see to see develop. Yeah, I definitely think, and I said this before the fucking quarantine, how exciting that was to see how good it was going. Yeah, like you know, you had gotten the backdrop. You, you started selling the tickets online, fucking, and then you, do, you were doing the drink cards. Yeah. Like, they, it was, it was, I felt like that was going to be, a, or is, this is, so I'm glad you brought this up. One of my, I was going to ask you, have you heard anything about the Rising? Like, is it still, they're good? Like, I haven't. I mean, uh, I'm, I have the owner's number and whatnot, and, uh, Asked him if there's anything we do, if there's like a, a you know a GoFundMe or anything, and he just didn't get back to me. Uh, yeah. I imagine. I mean, he's he has like uh, five restaurants around Boston, so he should be fine. I, I would imagine so. And uh, my entire family, my uh, three older brothers and my my stepdad are all in the restaurant industry in Colorado, and there's uh, mortgage deferment. Uh, oh, okay. So, so I mean, that's a little bit in flux because they don't know how it's going to pan out uh, upon, you know, when they're like, hey, you guys can open at a third capacity, yeah. you know, um, which wouldn't necessarily, you know, that would be below break even for yeah. most restaurants. So it'd be like, thanks for nothing. Um, but we'll, we'll see how it all pans out. And if, if they, you know, it would be a bad news bears if they're like, hey, you can open at a third capacity and the banks are like, all right, then we need our mortgage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah. you just kind of have to wait and see. So, right. But just I imagine that the, the restaurants uh, around here are under kind of a same predicament. And, right. Because, and like, you know, you know, I saw that um, what uh, Great Scott, like, went under. Hmm. So it's like, I wonder why they didn't get uh, that mortgage uh Deferment, yeah. yeah, or the the, that, P- and that, the PPP. Yeah, and that's why I was asking because I, I I was I saw that they closed, and then you hear about all these other places closing, not necessarily anything that has to do with comedy, but just restaurants and bars in general. Yeah, I wonder what what was like the deciding factor, if whether or not you got the uh, the help 
Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was wondering the same thing, especially in regards to the PPP, because it's like for self-employed people, but what, what umbrella does that fall under? If you own multiple different LLCs, do you get it for each one, or do you... You have to apply separately. Separately, okay. Yeah. So you could get it, like, like say my father-in-law, for example, he's got three LLCs that are technically separate. Mm-hmm. So can he get three, I guess, PPP assistance? Loans. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, I hope they got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, again, it's just, just a an awesome place. The staff was always really cool and just yeah. a cool show. Yeah, they got Irish bartenders. That's always oh, fun. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. they're all they Irish had the, and then yeah. on And then you then you started the open mic, too, yeah. on Tuesdays. And that was awesome, right down the road from the studio. In yeah, terms and of, they had $3 fucking 16-ounce Bud Lights. Yeah. Yeah. It felt, it felt like an easy kill. And, you know, the Tuesdays were a tough night well, to get Tuesdays, additional stage time. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, no, there's really nothing going on on Tuesdays. Yeah. I mean, um, the, the later ones on the Tuesdays. Uh, I love just that you had one on Tuesday. Yeah. Because you could, you do could that. be home by 10. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Yeah. And then, and then it always kind of was a little... Uh, a little tiring to go to um, that that late night one uh, at seven thirty. Yeah, because the list is like somewhat random. Yeah, you know. Well, what I, mean? I, I mean, it's random in that I always get screwed. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Good. In terms of how you hit the ground running with that, well, uh, and this is, I mean, the last question for this was it w- was there a lot that you anticipated or did. Did you find yourself just like, kind of like lucky, like, wow, goddamn, that worked out, and now I know to do this a certain way again? Or were there things that you were like, oh, this worked out well in terms of capacity or anything else because I planned for it, like I foresaw that? Do you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I think it was a lot of, I I think I got fairly lucky because uh, I had heard from uh, my roommate's father is like a general contractor. And he uh, works heavily with the owner. And he said that they they have a back room. So I just went in there one day and I spoke to one of the bartenders. And he's like, yeah, the owner will be in this and this date. And I just came by and the owner was like, yeah, sure, we'll give it a shot. And right. then, and then you know, a lot of it kind of, uh, you know, we did that first free show. And uh, uh, Andrew Breen brought all of his roommates and it was a good show and whatnot. Uh, and then I mean, dude, we did another free show and it was kind of hit and miss, but then we decided to start selling tickets because interestingly enough, you know, if you do it for free, people just assume it's dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. True. And then, it's a good point. And then we, um, you know, uh, decided to make it as, you know, kind of cool as we could and, you know, still working on that end because it, it, a lot of this shit is learn as you go. Yeah. Well, uh, first, the marketing. The, well, I was about uh, to say, dude, don't sell yourself short because even though you got lucky with the actual room, you like the way you've been doing, you were doing it, you yeah. figured out a lot of stuff quick. Yeah. I mean, you were having Friday night, you were on your way to having Friday and Saturday night shows. Yeah. I mean, you were doing the marketing and all the, like, you were putting out the, uh, I don't know if you're, not ads, I guess. Yeah, the flyer. Yeah, and then yeah. you had the IG page and all that shit, which follow a Cozy Comedy on Instagram, right? Yeah. At Cozy Comedy. Yeah, Cozy Comedy Boston. Maybe. Yeah, Cozy and Comedy. we'll plug all this in the description as well. But yeah, but I mean, dude, you were doing, like, I thought that that was a fast-growing room. 
Like, yeah. And it was fun it's every fun. time. Yeah. yeah. Good, good time. Yeah, you know, even the open mic was fun because it was just people we, it was just all the same people we knew, but it was cool to get that extra four minutes. Yeah. You know, and before you went to the studio or something. And I think uh, rooms like that yeah. uh, are kind of important in, uh, as an open mic because it, I mean, each room's different, uh, and you know, the studio with a with a actual audience can kind of teach you, uh, like, what material of yours is actually worth bringing to a show. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of these open mics that are strictly comics can kind of tell you or kind of force you to uh, be a little more spontaneous, get into it a little more organically. A lot of different stuff like that. Like yeah. if you if you try and just go to like Muya. And do your material. Right. You're going to... Yeah, to the same gonna, seven people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to be crying in the bathroom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a pretty good argument to be made that, like, not every show should try to be everything. Should try to, like, uh, be the show because what you're saying is, like, shows have such different personalities, but there's something to get from each one such that, like, it's cool if they stay the way they are, even if it's not strictly speaking as successful as maybe another one might be because you still get a lot of shit out of that you know yeah there's uh i mean you you come to learn that there's a there's a vast toolkit uh when it comes to stand up and for sure i liken it to like if you're funny in person uh which either of you guys probably wouldn't know much about yeah. uh, but <laughs> of course uh, not. Yeah. no one's ever told me i'm funny yeah exactly Dude, you're just like my dad exactly. <laughs> in so many ways <laughs> but uh I liken that to being like tall in basketball. Like, yeah, it, it, it's a, yeah, it helps, but you're get, you got to develop a hole. Right. You gotta you gotta get a jump shot. You right. gotta play D. Mm. You know, gotta get quick feet and whatnot. So, uh, the different rooms and different shows can kind of help you uh, get more adept at all these different areas. Well, Fuck yeah, dude! Wisdom from the Somerville Survivor. So yeah. before we get off the topic of uh, the rising and cozy comedy, I think you know what everyone wants to know or. Where are those tapes from March 13th? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't know why you want your set, man. You did horrible. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, nobody wants to know. Not yeah. true. Not true, dude. That was literally the last night that I was doing that new material, and I don't remember hardly any of it. I really want that tape. Dude, if you think... <laughs> You're making that crowd of lesbians very uncomfortable. Man. No, that wasn't me. That, that was Logan that called them fucking saggy titties and grumpy or whatever he said. Whatever. They loved Logan. He's yeah, they, they did. Yeah, they thought it was. <laughs> They're like, uh, dude, that yeah. was a hey, that was a fun last show to get to be on. Yeah, that was kind of ridiculous. Cool. Yeah, I yeah. ended up like just letting in this group of girls. Uh, well, for you already free. called them lesbians. Yeah, right? yeah, but I didn't know that at the time. Oh, and I then, can tell. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't like, oh, I'm going to let in this group of lesbians. Yeah. If that was the case, he wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I like, uh, so I let him in, and then they had another, like, seven friends show up. Yeah, and, it was cool. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, they were, uh, the last comic, Logan O'Brien, good cat on the scene here, oh, uh, yeah. was asking him questions, like, if you had to uh, sleep with any celebrity guy, like, who would you pick? And they're like... Like one of I remember they were like laughing and he was like oh, no right, like really right, which right. one and one of them was like 
wrong question. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't better. put it together together <laughs> until like the very end. And oh, then, and then dude, do you remember, <laughs> you remember that last chick that came in? Yeah. And he, he asked her, and she named the one that he named first. Oh yeah, that'll be that'll be good footage, man. And then he yeah, he basically had like a mic drop moment. It was, was great. great. That worked out so good. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, so maybe he's was, one. Maybe he's wondering where the tapes are too. So yeah. maybe it's not he just might, you. Yeah, he might be. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, it'd be a great clip for him because yeah. I think the answer yeah, was Yeah, I mean, because the, the place, like, went nuts after <laughs> Yeah, that. it was great. Funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And, and that's the last time everyone, that's the last time any of us did anything, right? Yeah, it was, uh, it was March 13th. Yeah. We got... Uh, it was a Friday, Friday the 13th. Yeah, last we got a... Uh, I, I got sent home from work on Thursday the 12th, and then yeah, the show too. was the following night, and then... And, uh, dude... Then you could, like, restaurants were open that weekend, and then that following Monday, yep. everything put. Yep, because yeah. that next night, I was supposed to do Improv Boston, and uh, after a birthday party I went to, Yeah, and it got, ca- it got canceled of, that day. Uh, places that are kaput, like the Great Scott, I think Improv is... Ideas. Oh, did they go under? Did uh, they go under? I oh, think. no. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you mean they closed the safe place? Yeah, safe space? Both sides of the aisle. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not just that. I think, uh, you know, they never pay any of the improvers or any of the stand-ups. And I just, it's like, that seems to be the going, going theme, though, doesn't it? I mean, but it doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get to a point, like, if I can generate a consistent uh, revenue with Cozy that I could at least, you know throw somebody a tenner or a, a right. 20 spot if they do 10. I'll tell you, these like bar shows, I'd be sad. I'd be so sad. I'd be good with just free drinks. Right. Uh, yeah, for a lot of them. Well, I, I, could them care, I, I wouldn't yeah. even care if you paid me. Yeah. Or just cheap drink. Cheap beers would be nice. Yeah. Uh, just because, I mean, like, I, I'm not doing this right now to make 10 bucks. I'm yeah. doing it because I'm, you know, I want the stage time. I love being on the stage and all that, you know. That's how I really approach my role in the, in the sex industry. Yeah. I don't give a point. I you just like to fuck. fuck. At, yeah. at this point, without <laughs> getting paid, I just yeah. want some free drinks and, and uh, frankly, the stage time. Right. Um, the AKA the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a can boy. Yeah. Ah, so, I see. Yeah, I'm a, hey, you get an OnlyFans? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Quarantine dude. hit. Yeah. Uh, Vickers got an OnlyFans. Yeah, dude. I'm a cutie. <laughs> What's it? Uh, it's at ohubbabubbaonlyfans.com. Yeah. yeah exactly. No, it's called Icky Vicky. <laughs> I'm the one only Icky Vicky. I got a lot of. Rich CEO gentlemen yeah. that are in for a power twink. Okay, moving on. Um, well, so so like you mentioned earlier, you're in a long distance relationship. What? Uh, how's that been? Uh, it's difficult because, as you know, Canadians are currently illegal, um, much like uh, Peruvian cocaine and whatnot. Yeah. So it, yeah. So yeah. Ha- has it been like stressful? Uh, not so I mean, much you because it, you're so helpless uh, in the situation that yeah. it's not like there's no one to blame. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like it's you're never like, there for me. Yeah, I mean, we were like, like yeah, I would like this situation's a little, little bit preposterous in that like shit. If I would have saw this happen on a romantic comedy, I'd been like, this is not even mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like I can't believe this. Like, <laughs> That's like before this home. happened, I was talking yeah. shit yeah. at every mic I was at about how this wasn't real. Yeah. And it's nothing and par for the course. Gosh, you sound like my dad too. Yeah, yeah I was like, this is stupid. Fucking. Well, most of the South uh, still well, they're doesn't open. Believe dude, it. Yeah. dude, they're open. Yeah, Arkansas is wide open. So is Florida, Alabama. My cousin and his wife just uh, went out to eat like last week, and they were like, 
so glad to be out. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what the fuck? So I read the comments, and uh, she's telling a friend. She's like, yeah, um, it was pretty weird. She's like, it's pretty weird. You go in, and everyone, you have to wear a mask to go in. But then you can take it off when they bring you your food and drinks, and then you don't have to wear it anymore. Yeah, no shit. So it's like, what? <laughs> you got to eat your food. What's the yeah. point in even having you fucking wear yeah. the, what the fuck's the point? It's just yeah. like, what? Jesus Christ, people. Yeah, it's split. But Arkansas it. didn't really have that many cases, but. They will. <laughs> yeah, right. They, they will now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. You know. Like, my buddy in Alabama said he walked by the bars. And Bars are open in Arkansas. Yeah, and they're just jammed to the gills, yeah. man. And it's, I mean, we're going to know one way or another pretty quick whether it's mm. uh, if we've been overreacting or underreacting. Right. So. Yeah. Well, did you see that the, the CDC said that they, that they were kind of off about how long it can uh, survive on a surface? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't read the articles. I, I honestly, I've never been. Okay. Yeah, yeah, me too, because I've been, you know, I'm. 26 years old, uh, decent immune system. Oh, yeah, so I mean, I've never been concerned about getting it. Yeah, I, I haven't been either, but I mean, you're a specimen. I, oh, I'm sure you. you were fine. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Get a fucking room. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking air, little Hitler youth over here. <laughs> Again, for context, those of you that don't know us very well. He looks like he was created in a test tube. <laughs> He's a big blonde a Scandinavian fucking. Yeah, are you. You ever I seen Vikings? You ever seen Vikings? This is a good he transition. He looks like if Vikings uh, time traveled and then got a haircut. I yeah. wonder, yeah, what you were like before you were out of regs. I'm interested to see if you were a. Uh, a I, did, I did have a nice. Uh, was it was it good? Was it thick? Was it? Yeah, I mean it's it's not like a world beating beard, but I mean it was like well, relatively. Blonde full. people usually can't grow a good beard. I'm fortunate though because. Uh, uh, it because of all the things that we just said. Right, exactly. Yep. My hair seems to be migrating off my head onto my face. So, <laughs> But, yeah. dude, your hair's so blonde, you really can't tell. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. What are you going to do? And so there's a little bit of red, there's a little bit of brown, hey, and a little bit of blonde in my beard. And we can't all be lucky like Andrew and I with the beautiful locks. That's true, man. E- 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 um, well, yeah, most of us can't anyway. Right. This is a good transition. I've been meaning to ask you. You're a very uh, well-traveled dude. Right. Been all sorts of places for business, for pleasure, for I guess both at the right. same time. Sometimes you have a you know you have a uh, you're in a relationship with a very foreign woman. Right. Very from, exotic. From where? Uh, Calgary, Canada. From Calgary, yeah. Which might as well be Namibia, as far as Mason and I are concerned. Like yeah. it's, it's exotic. Yeah. So you so. I want to hear, I, I, well, I want to hear uh, uh, some stories about crazy experiences traveling, but like you, you're so well-traveled, you've been all these places, met all these people and stuff like that. Do you think that that uh, influenced your, your desire to make a career in comedy? And if so, do you think it's going to help it? Uh, I don't know that it influenced my desire to make a career in comedy, but I think uh, anytime you can get a little bit outside uh, your box and your comfort zone, it it helps you get different perspectives. And I think a lot of comedy is uh, trying to think of uh, different perspectives, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, who's the most racist? Is it really us? I don't know. They all have their different flavor. Uh, Germany is... Okay, well, we knew that. Yeah, they, have, the they have... Yeah, they have... Yeah, they... 
they have their uh, their their lasting tendencies a little bit, but it's <laughs> it's more uh, it's not so much the the younger folks like the millennials are. They are yeah, pretty liberal, no? Yeah, they're everyone's pretty progressive. Yeah. Across the board. The progressives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah it's a horrible, horrible. Maybe <laughs> <accent. laughs> <laughs> 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> we we're gonna have a. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Hell yeah. <laughs> so you don't even need to get the tape from him. You've already got it right there. <laughs> That's yeah. all it's going to sound like. <laughs> Mixing a few tracks of your wife laughing at you. Yeah, yeah. right. Mason, uh, what's, the, what's your favorite place you've been? Like, what's a crazy... You got some crazy stories that you can tell and still be in regs? Yeah, I'm sure, man. Because uh, you've been fucking... You've been to... I don't, I don't know. A ballpark yeah, yeah. at probably low 30s. As yeah. far as country wise, yeah. and how and how long did you live in Germany? Three years. Oh, I, dude, I keep thinking you lived there for a year or two. Mm. Damn, three, and that's how how many times did you come home when you lived in Germany? Uh, once. The out of the whole three years. Yeah. Damn, and that was made a from, point of it. I was like, that, I want to abandon my family. That was from what, <laughs> from, from what age to what age? Uh, twenty-two to twenty-five. Damn, what a crazy age to to fucking moved out of the country yeah, yeah. when can you're so you, impressionable you, and you can like you know just become racist you can avoid the majority of a trump presidency yeah all like that's a good point <laughs> did um did you learn any can you did you pick up on any german or did you only yeah, stay on the nice. base so it was yeah. like i mean i i started to but then i wasn't trying to really interact socially within germany on the weekends when i would stay in germany if that makes sense well, so you like, lived on base. no, I I was in town. Oh, so but like, were you in uh, Glutenberg? Kaiser Slaughter. Nah, I was one off. Yeah, exactly. Right. Glutenberg, you see, is right next door to Kaiser to Yeah, right. Right under you. Uh, you know, <laughs> I underestimated you. You're very <laughs> educated. Hey, well, this guy, he just over the quarantine, this fucking nerd learned all the countries in the world. Oh wow. Yeah, go ahead, ask him. Yeah, ask yeah. me all the countries yeah. in the world, Sam. <laughs> no, here. Andrew, what here. are all the countries in the world? <laughs> I, so, so we've actually been doing a segment where uh, he names countries. It's not on much a of a segment. It's it's more like you say, "Hey, nerd, name the countries," and I forget a couple of them. But I don't know. So that's yeah. the fun because it sounds good. So name all but the countries no, first, in South America. First, well, that's easy. That's the easiest one to do. First, finish about you. I would say, uh, as far as favorite places, there's a lot of little hidden hot spots. Uh, but you almost don't um, want them to get flooded. But uh, did you go to uh, Amsterdam? Yeah, Amsterdam's a good time. People are very aware of Amsterdam. <laughs> plenty of plenty of tourists. Um, interestingly enough, there's yeah, there's a lot of uh, Middle Eastern folks that visit Amsterdam. <coughs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, where's my drop? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mace, but, uh, but, uh, I'd, I'd say my favorite places were probably uh, in Spain, Portugal, and Croatia. Oh, okay. I love Croatia. Beautiful there. Yeah. Spent a week there. Yeah. I, uh, I did the yacht week one I did year. Too. And then uh, went down there for uh, another like week-long trip. And then uh, I spent, actually, uh, I did two Portugal trips, one to Lisbon, and then one to uh, 
Lagos, which is a little surf town on the southern tip, and that's actually where I met my current girlfriend. It's a little party hub, and everyone's just, I mean, it's an amazing little spot. It's relatively cheap. Uh, and then I had a I had a bunch of good times in Spain that you almost can't go wrong picking a major yeah. Spanish city because yeah it's just you know lovely culture uh, lovely little nightlife scene good food. Did you see the Eiffel Tower? I did. I I actually yeah, I had right a there, buddy right there in Barcelona. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually one of my uh, one of my best buddies out there. I met him in Split, Croatia. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he moved to Paris. So and the the train ride to Paris from. Uh, Kaiserslautern or K-Town as they call it is like two and a half hours so I, I was in and out of Paris probably uh, you know eight or nine times oh cool I was just fucking around that's awesome yeah. do you like what, what's Paris like you, you, dirty I, well, I hear they're <laughs> hear they're uh, rude and smelly I mean there's like some Americans. merit to that yeah. Uh, like yeah the big cities like that, like Paris or Berlin, it's almost like you got to n- know someone who has a little bit of like, has, yeah, who's been around a bit that, that helps out greatly there. Yeah. Like I, I had uh, uh, some uh, Parisian friends that I ran around with a little bit before I met my buddy there. And then uh, when he got there, he lived with uh, a French woman and uh so he and he was trying to learn French, so he would he would know a few restaurants and a few little areas that might be good that weren't as much uh, tourist traps, which is always nice. Uh, when you did Yacht Week, did you um, did you do? Were you on the regular sailboat that they offered, or were you on the the um, catamaran? I did. We did the sailboat, man. We went the discount option. That's we, was, no, that's was, what we did. It too. was a bad move, right? <laughs> it was rough. There's you yeah, get robbed. Dude, what was your experience like? I'd like to talk about this because. Well, dude, my uh, well, first of all, our skipper was a total fuck. So was ours, yeah. dude. We had the we lead hated captain. Him. Dude, we hated him, and like he was oh, always like he was always like trying to drop hints, like you know, it's pretty customary to tip the skipper about 10, 20 yeah. percent and shit. And it's just like, dude, you almost drowned my friend. Yeah, <laughs> and, right. Like, yeah, and he would just like. You know, not not courteous at all. Like yeah. he would just like help himself to all the food and beer. That I know you guys buy. Yeah, exactly, and that's the way they set it up. Yeah, which it is. is a bit ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but like, how was your hostess? I did, we didn't have one. Oh, see, we paid. We we it got was a me. hostess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see, mean that would have helped. We had the skipper and the hostess, and they did the whole. It's you know dropping hints about the tipping and whatnot, right. which we tipped our hostess, but we didn't tip the skipper. Because yeah. he was a fucking asshole. Uh, I thought Yacht Week's a, it's a cool environment. I thought it was though. overrated. I mean, we had a great time because it's, it's an interesting like congregation of people for like seven days where mm-hmm. literally everyone's like, hey, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to have the time of my life. What about you? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's like yeah, everyone's on the same page doing that. <laughs> Stupid right. so there's, fucking question. Yeah, exactly. So everyone's... Uh, I mean, everyone is just like as nice as and they can be. And you sail in the group like, with those people too. Yeah, that except cool. for you know the angry Simone who tried to fight me because he thought I touched his butt. Oh but, Jesus! Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I was pretty hammered at the time, so he, maybe he, he, he was broken up before I. He might have just wished you would have touched his butt. Yeah, he had some. He had some weird psychological yeah, shit right. going on up there. Those guys that wrestle with the gay. He, yeah. Did I, you I, in I, fact touch his butt? No, I did not. Oh. I think and I, I ended up, I ended up apologizing for him thinking that I touched his butt, but like 
Yeah, I'd wandered up. They had got like a private table or whatnot, and I chugged one of their like. Oh, they had their, bottle service. Yeah, they had the five liter bottle of Grey Goose. Oh and, yeah. yeah. I was having a great time, and so then I was fun. like dancing, uh, like kind of center dance floor, and I just get like grabbed by the neck, but from behind, and then it was really? like getting broken up, and I was like. What happened? What is going on? Yeah. yeah, that's always like a yeah. weird yeah. moment, like the Hulk coming back down to Doctor Van. Yeah. Like, I didn't. But what is happening? I yeah, what? It would have been the only. He would have been literally the only person on the trip that I would have been like, not been like, oh yeah, I'm confident I could kick that guy's ass in like <laughs> under two minutes. Yeah, that's. Uh, I do. You. I would have had to use some jujitsu on him. Dude, that's how something. I feel when I travel too. Like I, I size up the you, crowd. I see that there's there's no one here that is a threat to me. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm not threatened by any of you, and it's a good time. Exactly. It's so we're it's all about way. asserting your dominance, we're urinating, marking in your territory. Yeah. Yeah. Just walk up and pee on somebody. S- yeah. Severin and I are the same, is what I'm saying for yeah. our listeners who are wondering where we are at physically. We're the same. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, exact same. Yeah. <laughs> it's always hard to like when what why well, I guess in Samoa everyone's fluent in English. Right. Right? It's American Samoa, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so 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 but like when you're about to be in a fight and you don't know why and then no one can tell you why because yeah. you can't. Well, he went like all I heard was like, "You touched my ass." Frankly, the number of times I've been decked in the face, it was always preceded by someone shouting, "You've touched my ass yeah, too." Exactly. So we're once again the same. They're like, "You look like a twink. You must touch <laughs> my ass." I had a, a situation in uh, <laughs> in Tanzania once where my buddy got his ass handed to him by a a pimp who thought he had not paid for a prostitute that he had not only not had sex with, but never even met <laughs> at a bar. Classic, and classic no one, case of missing identity. And yeah. no one could, no one could, I mean, my, my buddy, we, we, we were there like working. No one was having sex with anybody. My buddy, and, and it was so funny because no one could explain to him what the hell was happening. Yeah. So it was just an ass whooping and then I guess good night. See yeah. you later. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, man, it's a bit chaotic out there. I yeah. almost got shot in my house this week. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what are you going to do? Sometimes sometimes a pimp beats you up. Sometimes you get, you know, life gives you bullets. Did you, uh, did you ever watch those clips? Uh, I saw Shane. the one of Shane, like, I saw the one of, the one in question about the Chinese thing. Yeah. But I didn't see yeah, the whole He says, thing. like, fucking chinks he and says stuff. Ch- yeah, 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 yeah. And then, but I, but I didn't see, like, the whole episode. Yeah. I mean, it, it shows, like, the clip and... They're kind of dissected. Sorry, I was, then one of my I was like, "What the fuck?" I was trying to do a drop and it didn't work. <laughs> but they're they're kind of like dissecting how like each country is racist. You yeah. know, he's like how yeah Korean people are racist against Chinese people in this. But then like him and his uh, the guy he's doing the podcast with are a little bit too flippant with like just dropping racial slurs. Is I think what it, what really did him in because right. they're just like. He like yeah, he's loosely, like, I went, I went to a Chinese place the other day, and the fucking chinks were doing this, and the fucking chinks were doing like that, and you're just like, chink, yeah. yeah, and you're just like, Ew. yeah. I actually so got to, um, when I did that, uh, I did that bringer show back in uh, February that they do at... Uh, Mohegan? Yeah, and uh, he was there that weekend, and I met him after the, uh, I, I got to see the last bit of his set. And it's then, really incredible as a comic. Oh, he's really good. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty impressive how uh, organic it looks for him up sta- on stage where it just like seems like he's a guy up there having a great time. And he yeah. got, dude, uh, so you know how when a lot of people uh, audition for 
SNL, they do characters and shit. Mm-hmm. But if you're a stand-up, you can just do stand-up. Mm-hmm. He only did stand-up and got it. Yeah. Like, that. I think that's... I don't think many people... Yeah, get I it. What, I wonder what Michael Che did when he. I, I, yeah, right. I wonder too, because yeah. he's a good comic, also, and so, so yeah, he doesn't really do. Uh, he does the weekend update, and he doesn't. He's a no, strong writer, well, I, but he I doesn't really that, do sketches. I think that those weekend update guys. I don't think that they ever did sketches. Well, did, like Norm Macdonald, pretty much only did weekend update. I think. Yeah, yeah. Seth. Pete Davidson says that when he auditioned, he just did stand up. Oh, did and he, he doesn't do characters. And yeah, he I mean, got, he's barely even on the show. But well, but he got a <laughs> cast member position. Whereas no, I mean, it, John yeah, Mulaney says he also did just stand up and well, Pete, got a writer position. Pete Davidson beat out uh, Dan Soder. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know he was auditioning. Which Dan Soder is fucking hilarious and has an HBO special. Yeah. Well, I mean, when John Mulaney auditioned, it was Donald Glover and fucking Donald um, Glover. Isn't that 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 he's a writer? Yeah. yeah. He, was, he auditioned for uh, yeah, and it was SNL. Wow, Nick, Nick Kroll. Oh and, yeah, uh, wow. Donald Glover and Nick Kroll do like a heavy amount of like character work. Yeah, in their stand. Yeah, so you, it's like, you guys like Big Mouth, the the cartoon that Nick Kroll does. Meh. I, I think it's hilarious. It's all right. I, I love it. Seen one episode. I think. I think it's so funny. F is for family's funnier, but yeah, but I, I really like Big Mouth too. Um, I'm a sucker so, for animated television too. Do are you? Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. like the new? Are you a Trailer Park Boys fan? Uh, I, it's hard to say no, but I don't really watch it religiously. Okay. Yeah, but have you seen every episode? No. Okay, you're not a fan. Uh, the, anyways, they have an animated. <laughs> Name all of their songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's uh. Do, do you like Rick and Morty? I know that's not a. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Rick and Morty. Yeah. See, like I don't I, like, I like Rick and Morty. I like uh, Dan Harmon's work. Uh, name part. your number one favorite. It could be passed and canceled by now. Name your favorite animated series ever. South Park. Okay. Yeah. Mine's King of the Hill. Wow. Disappointed. Yeah. Dude, King it. of the Hill. I don't know. Futurama is incredible, too. See, I don't like Futurama. I like Simpsons yeah. and not the new stuff. That new stuff's crap. But, yeah, I mean, I haven't watched The Simpsons in a long time. But well, they're still going. Yeah, I mean, it's... you know, I mean, they got outpaced by Family Guy because Family Guy just came yeah, in. Yeah, but and Family was Guy like, drizzled out already. Yeah, I mean, Family Guy basically came in, took The Simpsons-like yeah, yeah. uh, plan and just punched it up way harder and way yeah. more offensively. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I only started watching South Park like four years ago. Oh, man. Never watched it as a kid. I mean, I'm from Colorado, so it's a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, a little bit. Uh, Those are your boys. Yeah, they're. It's a little more formative there. Turn like everybody's in. Give us a shaka, bro. Yeah. Did you watch uh, Dan Soder's from Colorado? Yes. Did you watch um, uh, Tiger King? I did. What did you think? That's about quality it? television. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't like it. I couldn't get into it. Maybe I should give it another try. I mean, it's quality. I mean, it's. Like hot garbage. Like, it's but, nuts. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it, I mean, it just like as soon as you think it can't get any like yeah. weirder, you're like until the, they just keep expanding it out. You're like Jesus Christ, where? How do these people exist in this yeah. world? I think the first four episodes, you go, wow, that's crazy. Second episode, wow. Third episode, no way. They can't bring any more. Fourth episode, oh my yeah, god. Yeah. And then it goes. 
okay, now it's kind of like dwindling. Did yeah. you think the last like two episodes where he's like running for governor and shit? I thought all that was like a little. It was like not as interesting. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just too jaded. Maybe I've just fucked too many men for meth. Too and much I've, about it. Yeah, and ruined it for you. I've had too many pet tigers in my life. I've yeah. I've been I've I've had attempted murder done on me too many times. I'm just. Yeah. It's all old news. Yeah, it is a. Yeah, there's a little bit of like desensitization going on with like <laughs> all the different shit that right. they put out too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, what's like, been, it seems and, like every week there's like a new show and they're like, oh my God, this show is so ridiculous and stupid. Like I watched like the last three episodes of Love is Blind. I oh, heard, dude. My I, I, I heard, was watching that. I heard Too Hot to Handle is really good too. Because dude, you just mar- trash TV. Exactly. You my marvel at these it. people. Dude, they, too hot know, to handle. Now that's you know what pe- this is, Too Hot to Handle? Yeah, it's like when people can't fuck. You, hey, yeah. you could be on Too Hot to Handle. You think? Uh, yeah, because it's just all pretty people, except Wait. for you're more interesting than anybody on there. But well, yeah, it's, they, it's, they it's hot these, dumb people. Oh my god! These did you see that one? Why fucking, did you never say that about me, dude? <laughs> told me I could be well, you're not over dumb. six foot. You're not blonde. You know, you don't have blue eyes. It'd be nice to hear everyone. <laughs> Actually, oh, you do have blue eyes. There it's you okay, go. It's fine. It's and whatever. you do have pretty hair. No, it's fine. It's whatever. It's Love fine. is blind, sorry, but it's yeah. not that blind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so too hot to handle. Uh, yeah, too hot to handle. Uh, yeah, too hot to handle. Fucking, did you? You didn't watch it. No. Okay, so never mind. There's this chick. You gotta there. watch it. No, don't, don't watch. My wife yeah. watched it, and I like glanced at it so often. But dude, there's this <laughs> chick. Feet in front of the there's this chick on there that's from like London, and she's like, "Oh no, I just like having me pussy fucking licked, and then you know a little bit of butt stuff." No, what's wrong with that? Why can't a girl just fuck in the ass? I don't know. I love getting fucked up and just making out with strangers. And and it was like. Yeah, but she signed a contract for this television show to not do that for 30 well, days. Well, they tell them like, that. Ah, it's so hard. <laughs> Dude, it's a ridiculous fucking Every show. time I'm trying to get butt fucked, someone comes along with a contract. <laughs> <laughs> says, you can't do that. Exactly. <laughs> My accent turned Australian for some reason throughout. It's pretty good, though. It's pretty good. It's some of yeah. your better work. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, th- that girl stinks. That show is terrible. Just garbage TV. Yeah, um, you barely watched that, it. That, but that's like that's their selling point. Is yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like you know, people it's trash. are people aren't watching it to be like, oh, wonder what like yeah, quality right. insight I'm gonna gain yeah. from this. <laughs> I'm for it, dude. They're yeah. not like I want to know their opinion. Let yeah, crazy exactly. Be crazy. Yeah, that's cool. Well, did you have you watched anything that you that you did like that that's came out as far as movies or? Shows? I like Duncan Trussell's new show. It will be for everyone. I have yeah. so much fun with that shit, and you I like it. it. I only it, watch it sober, and I like it so much better when I watch like it, it sober now. It's a uh, it's a bit difficult, like the uh, the animation and like the storyline are they they distract from the podcast element. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've always. Um, Duncan Trussell very charming because he just seems like a very sweet guy. Do you listen to his podcast? Uh, occasionally. Depending I, I, on the guest. Yeah, and I listen to him more on Rogan because Rogan's yeah, yeah. a little bit more tethered to reality. They they have a good... Um, I love when he's on Rogan. Yeah, I, I mean, they're stoned to the bejesus yeah, when yeah, he's on Yeah, yeah, but it's Rogan. good, though. It's, yeah. I like it there, a lot. There's usually at least like a 15, 20-minute chunk where I'm like, all right, boys, like rein it in. Yeah, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, well, yeah, we got to have you on here. To yeah. do that every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, it, you're right. They're so the the animation versus what they're saying is so not related that if you focus on one yeah. or the other, you lose out on the. Yeah. But if you don't, if you don't focus on the animation and you just allow yourself to enjoy it and then listen to what they're saying, yeah. Oh, it's so great. It's a fun fun I, experience. I watched yeah. like three or four of the episodes. Uh, just because I wanted to make myself like it, yeah. yeah, and it's I agree with everything you just said. Yeah, it's yeah. just like it's sort of tough if you focus yeah. on one thing. It, yeah. yeah, and it's yeah because one doesn't have anything to do with the other. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean I recognize that you know probably not a lot of people are gonna like that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like I'm surprised that the, he got that to go. He talks about it on, on Netflix. Uh, uh, his latest podcast with Rogan and talks about how like. Uh, they gave Clancy a bag uh, because the the other guy, the other co-creator with him who like made Adventure Time uh, wanted to give the fans something to carry stuff around in at Comic-Con. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like the most that. compassionate move ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... Um, he's yeah, a kooky definitely. guy, though. But yeah, it, yeah it, I like him. Yeah, he's uh, it cracks me up because like... He's like goes off the rails and then like Rogan or he'll do a little anecdote about his wife being like, Duncan, shut the fuck up. And he's like, ah, you're right. You know, like, <laughs> <it's> just like, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. That, yeah, that's, uh, those are always good episodes. And then they always wear like the funny outfits. Yeah. Like the ghillie suit. Or yeah, the exactly. Guinea, what is it? A guinea, guinea, it's a ghillie suit. Ghillie suit. Yeah. Guinea suit. That's an and Italian. Answer yeah. too quickly. Yeah, exactly. knows too much about it. Used it in Somerville the other night. Yeah, exactly. Oh That's yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would. I would have worn a gang violence bullet if I wasn't just in my living room in a ghillie suit. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for yeah, shit to exactly. go down. I was on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Dude, fucking Severin goes outside, licks his finger, sticks it up in the air, and says something's about to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? I better get out the ghillie suit. Something's going on. <laughs> Would have been sweet to catch that guy, dude. Just like come outside and just stone cold him with an elbow. Yeah, at the top of his. But instead, you were busy rubbing one out inside. Well, be nope. that as it may. Uh, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Did I not say I'm in a long distance <laughs> relationship? Yeah, right. Admitting yeah. you were watching my second OnlyFans post yeah, that I've exactly. ever made. You with the the bra made out of candy and <laughs> eating it myself. Yeah. I'm flexible. Yeah, that he is. What are you doing there, Mace? He's about to. <laughs> is there any way you can turn those down? <laughs> well, see, that's the thing because, like, since we have to turn it up so much to hear each other. Then like you got the thing here. It's it's I'm it, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. Actually. What the fuck? Have you never been to a quinceanera, Severin? We're working <laughs> on it. We're working on it. All right. <laughs> Not recently. Yeah. Still still working out the kinks. I'm nervous that like every time we do one of these. Yeah, I have like PTSD recording. that it's not recording because it happened to us once. Yeah, we've lost an episode before. By God. It's very it's it'll really uh, larger transgression than a guy. Taking your Molly without even a thank you, or not yeah, having right. weed in the entire country. So, so that dude that did that though was like a some. He was a rich kid from like Canada. He flew helicopters and would take people up to the. Wait, top he was the skipper. Yeah, yeah. He, he, a he, lot of the skippers are fairly affluent. Yeah, like he like didn't he lived abroad? Oh, like that he makes lived it worse. Yeah, he was yeah. an asshole, dude. And he would fly snowboarders. Up to the tops oh, of mountains. Oh, he's a hell of a skier guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he, that dude, 
Fucking. And then the skipper in the summer. Yeah, tough work, yep. pal. Yeah, yeah. Just an arrogant fucking, doesn't have to work a day in his life. I was, like, a, I was a whitewater raft guide for uh, four years, and, and I feel like it's a similar... It's, you know, it's, it's a lot grungier, but grungier, there's, a, there's but, a similar vibe of like, yeah, the, I'm trying to be happy. The, yeah, the <laughs> poor kid version of, of what you I was describing. about to say, yeah, but, but everyone you weren't so, some rich kid, though. Yeah. Well, well that's what I'm saying. I never that experienced any of that. I never experienced... Because like, I, had, I had guides come out, like salty fucking dudes who had done, you know... Yeah. 30 years on the right. Colorado River right? and could have been as douchey as they wanted because I'm just on my little North Carolina rivers and I'm four years in, but they were so nice to me. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. like, good job and shit. It's the nicest guys. Yeah, it's it's fairly common in Colorado to do uh, ski instructor or work at one of the major resorts in the winter and then yeah. raft guide in the summer. But, yeah. I mean, neither of those pay worth shit so right because like that's and then that's where the parents shit. things come into play yeah but a lot if of those for, people, no i'm saying yeah. if you're fortunate enough that yeah. that's what you're doing yeah um i have a uh like a he's a my cousin i guess technically but he's like my aunt's husband's son would you say step cousin i don't know anyways he uh like got like an english degree uh in arkansas and then like just doesn't really work and moved to Colorado to live in Vail and worked at a coffee shop. Wow. Like, just like, whatever. Happy guy. It's like... <laughs> why can't we be that way? I well, think it's because we like to have money. Why do we have this? Maybe need? like... There is, a, yeah, a little bit of comfort seeking, but also like, yeah, I want to like... You have to build that up, you know? Like, if I do that, I could have that for my kid. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's necessarily what you want. I think you want to convince your kid that you're poor until yeah, right. he's like old enough to like handle it. Yeah. Right. Like shit, my dad's a fucking close to a millionaire, I think. Yeah. And he never doesn't give me fucking any money. <laughs> that's the move. That's what that's what you're saying. Hey, right? that, that motherfucker left me in jail for three months. <laughs> Do that. Do that to your children is what I think Severin, what the Somerville survivor has said through that this entire podcast. Yeah, that that mild anecdote I think equates to that perfectly. Yeah, boy, just, just get your kid in jail. Boy, I'm higher than a retard sweatpants. Yeah, we'll cut that one. <laughs> <laughs> we we will. Mason's trying to be the next Larry the Cable guy. I think. Man, uh, my, my have you watched any of his old specials, man? They they don't age real well. Dude, dude. So I actually, it's funny you say Larry the Cable guy. I found so I like to go back and watch um, Night at the Improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon has like all of them. Right. And uh, Larry the Cable guy's real name is like Dave Williams or something right. like that. And he's on from the Night at the Improv before he's doing the act. Way before Larry the Cable guy. This was. 87, 88, right. somewhere before 1990. He's got like uh, his hair's uh, fluffed on the top and sort of like a mullet in the back. And he does this material that's like he barely has a southern accent. Like he's got one, but it's not, there is no Larry the Cable Guy stuff, right? Right. So this is before he does his whole shtick, right? So in the same night at the improv, Ron White is on there. And he's got long hair, permed. Dude, Ron White has never changed. Goes up, dude. So get this: goes up with a drink, and does the same material that he does on the first blue collar comedy tour, which was like twenty years later. 
Yeah, I mean, back then, yeah, they I talk know, about, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you no, only we, yeah, needed yeah, yeah. an hour yeah, yeah, right, for right, 10 right. years. Forever. Right. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that a bunch, but yeah. but it's just funny. It's like, because you don't, when, like, uh, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour was the first uh, stand-up I ever saw when I was, like, yeah. I was, like, 10. Yeah. I didn't even know what stand-up was, and then I saw that, so it's just It was funny. that or uh, Chappelle for? for me. Yeah, what? oh, okay. Killing Them Softly was on Comedy Central or HBO. Something like that. I also remember watching, or my folks watching Ellen, an Ellen special where she did the the phone call with God bit. How, how old were you, you think, when you, like 10, 11? Yeah, it's tough yeah. to say. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, the it's Ellen, funny. The Ellen one was older. I think when Chappelle came out, you know, I was, yeah, maybe around 10. Uh, Killing them softly is yeah, so about good. About nine, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and of course, the the Dan Cook era. Oh yeah, and if you guys should order it, um, his Comedy Central presents. Uh, so you have to have a subscription to Comedy Central, but his Comedy Central presents it's essentially a half hour special, but with commercial breaks, so it's like twenty three minutes long. It is the best half hour special I've ever seen. Really. And it, you can't understand how like that goes from that. To, like, where he was with like Vicious Circle, mm. you know, he got very comfortable, even more comfortable as a performer. But like, he blows the roof off that place in that twenty-minute special. Like, he goes on stage like screaming, and people don't even know what's going on. It's yeah, he like yeah, he's just like in a black tank top. Or shit. Right, that? right, that was like his thing. Uh, so he was in season two of it, I think. So I think it's like two thousand three. Wow. Something like that. 2002. Was, was Vicious Circle the one where... That he, was like 2006. Was that the one that he said that he improved like 60% of it? I have no Is that the one where he's in the arena and he does the whole bit about his girlfriend in the theater? And yeah. Is that yeah, this the, one where the stage has yeah, the super the fuck you? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's the shock. super fuck you, I thought. Oh, uh, no. I thought it was two middle fingers. No, I thought it was the shocker. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But anyways, I think that's the one. I thought it was a thumbs up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought it was uh, uh, the uh, hang 10. Yeah, exactly. No, I I, I think I've heard him say on some podcasts that uh, he like improv like 60% of that. Yeah, apparently he's a huge improv guy. Uh, You notice that with a lot of uh, the really strong performers for stand-up that they have a, a strong improv background so they're very comfortable like well i don't like really mean I, I didn't mean that i meant uh he made it up yeah i know uh like oh i kind of thought you meant like improv like um like you know like robin Williams, like yeah. improv like where yeah. you're like yes and right i thought that's what you meant but anyways uh yeah i've heard him say that um he like wasn't even prepared for that hour i wonder if there's any validity to that that doesn't really I mean, that doesn't make, like, logical sense to me mm-hmm. that you would have, like, a, a date for a recording, you know, and just be like, oh, no. Well, he's saying that's special. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I've just heard, I've, I've heard him on a few podcasts when he first came back, like, yeah. like last year, and he, like, starts talking about all the shit that went down, but he talks about that special and how he didn't even have 20 minutes. And that supposedly the rest was, like... He, like, had a couple ideas, I guess, and then just riffed it. I hope he comes back, and I th- I hope he gets more towards, like, his roots of that, uh, his initial half hour, because there was a time where, yeah, he was pretty incredible. Do you think, uh, you think, uh, I, Eddie Murphy's gonna 
come back with a special. You know, there's like all the talk of he's doing a special. You know, that's tough to say because God, his comedy was so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, I love going homophobic. Back. Yeah, uh, right. Racist. And, yeah, it's yeah. It's just interesting it to see cr- how all that shit ages. Right. Oftentimes it doesn't. You know. I think there's it's, a few that do. You know, like Geraldo stuff, and of course the clean stuff, like fucking Gaffigan is always fine. And, right, dude. Gaffigan has like what, what, like eight specials, seven. Yeah, he just cranks them out. It's crazy. Oh boy. I, uh, hey, did you watch Louie's new special? I didn't. It's really good. Well worth the eight bucks. Yeah, you're probably right. I, mean, uh, he's, I can, he's, I think I can send you the yeah. the thing. That's true. I'll send it to you. But I heard, yeah, uh, I heard the end of it's really strong. It, the, sure. I loved the whole thing. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. You know, I didn't, uh, I was always a big fan of Louie before I started doing comedy, but I was never, like, a huge fan of Louie. I was never, sense. I never had seen any of his stuff uh, until I started doing comedy, and then I looked into him. Right. It's just, like, his, uh, again, his performance style doesn't really captivate me that much. Super He's, dirty. Yeah, super dirty, just, uh... Not very low energy. Yeah. Low well, do energy. you like do you like dirty stuff? Well, yeah, you have dirty stuff. Do you yeah, like Joey Diaz? Um, I think he would be f- awesome live. I but saw I, him live in New Orleans. But I also like I like when I watch one of his specials. You know, people are laughing, but I'm not as well. Well, he says on his pot, like I've heard him say, like he doesn't like specials yeah. because to like Joey Diaz is more like a go up and just kill on a whim. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's more of a spectacle to see someone right. being that authentically, like, crazy. And seem in the moment and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he doesn't... Yeah, it's not like... I don't know that people are like, oh, Joey Diaz, what an artist. Well, I think you know? I, I think that um, comics love him. Yeah. I love him. I think he's great. Um, but I don't think the average comedic or comedy fan would be a big fan. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of in the same vein. I would probably go for like Dave Attell, because you know for like, dirty. Yeah, because uh, at least you know Attell has uh, their jokes. You know. Oh right, you right. Know, like not, Diaz, rant, not rants. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm a big fan of that style of comedy, or it takes a little. I like the process that they make your brain go through to like mm. get something. Yeah, you know. Even if it's like low hanging fruit, right? Especially if it's that. Yeah. I think this is a lot of fun. Absolutely, Dude, Severin. Thanks so much for coming. You are our first guest. No, thanks thank you guys very much. It's good fun. Guys, follow Severin Remo at Severin Remo on Instagram. S e v r i n r e m m o. Yeah, can't wait to come back to your show, dude. Check it out, everyone in the local Boston area. If you're listening to this, check out. Um, once comedy starts again, Severn show at the Rising Cozy Comedy on Friday nights, first Friday of the month, typically. Um, it's been fun. Thanks for coming, dude. Yeah, hell yeah! It was great to see your beautiful face. Absolutely, you boys. sexy some bitch. Looking forward to it. Get
Chase a psychedelic rat into a black black hole and he crawled out real fat. <laughs>